Welcome to Bookcaster, a talk show for all crypto bulls. Tune in to a live discussion at 4 p.m. UTC on Friday. Hi everyone, welcome to Bullcaster, a talk show for all crypto bulls. Here we are to discuss the most exciting industry topics with the best industry experts, influencers, and remarkable personalities. I'm Konstantin Kogan, co-founder of Bullperks. We're excited to welcome the guests for today, like meet David Orban, the managing advisor of Beyond Enterprises, an AI and blockchain advisory firm. David's technical background is in artificial intelligence, and he's an early adopter of Bitcoin. He's an author of something new. Uh, on the role of AI and how it changes society, uh, and is a frequent keynote speaker on the topic of conferences, you know, across the world. Uh, his personal motto is "What is the question?" and uh, I should be asking. And really excited to have you here, David. Uh, thank you so so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. And we'll. We'll go straight forward to the first question, right? Because we want to do it like dynamic, not boring, and make sure that the people who are listening to us have the maximum value from this podcast. Uh, could you tell us about your journey into AI and blockchain? How did it all start? Well, both of these industries are white hot uh, these days, and uh, they are changing the world as we speak. Uh, but a lot of people don't realize that uh, AI actually started 70 uh, years ago or more. Now, I didn't, but uh, still my start in AI was in the previous uh, millennium. And already then, uh, we were experimenting uh, with the tools that uh, now through uh, deep learning, transformers, large language models, the power of uh, neural networks uh, uh, we are employing. I was part of the team that designed Singularity University at the NASA Research Park uh, uh, about uh, uh, 14, uh, 15 years ago. And uh, uh, there we study and teach uh, how exponential technologies are changing the world. Uh, I uh, then published uh, a thesis uh, about how this is leading to uh, decentralization. And of course, uh, when Bitcoin came about, uh, decentralizing uh, finance and payments uh, and revolutionizing the financial infrastructure planet-wide, um, for me, it was the fulfilling uh, of an expectation. That is why I recognized it uh, as being very important and uh, have been uh, with it since. No, that's definitely beautiful. And, you know, there's a lot of speculation right now going on in the industry about it because AI is a big trend with after ChatGPT right now, the success. And can you explain to your, like to our audience, like, you know, so the, the, what is the actual co-evolution of AI and blockchain technology and um, how do they complement each other? What is uh, very important to understand is that uh, uh, these are extremely broad and deep uh, infrastructural transformations. Uh, uh, on uh, one hand, for uh, blockchain, you can think about it as uh, the continuation of uh, what in enterprise circles uh, uh, is called the digital transformation of the economy. Uh, so, uh, if uh, it is now pretty common, I hope, uh, not to turn bits uh, uh, into uh, analog data and then faxing someone uh, the paper on the other side only for an order form to be scanned into the computer back again, which is what was happening in the 90s, uh, still too many things 
go through this uh, extremely uh, uh, inefficient journey uh, rather than being digital and staying digital. Uh, and so what uh, in, in the blockchain industry is called uh, tokenization is something that is going to continue basically forever, as long as there are things that can be still tokenized, whether they are uh, shares of a company or pieces of real estate or parts uh, of the emerging uh, digital economy that we are busy creating. And similarly, AI uh, is uh, infusing uh, intelligence in every and any uh, process that uh, previously required uh, a human component uh, to oversee whether it even made sense. And of course, so many times uh, our buggy software doesn't very much make sense. So there was a lot of human effort needed. Now, whether it is for computing resources, human talent, or financial resources, of course, these uh, uh, extremely important industries are competing. But at the same time, in terms of developing new business models, finding synergies around uh, data management and how it can be enhanced in order to overcome what have been the limitations of uh, what today we call uh, Web 2.0, um, or other examples like uh, uh, AI's ability uh, to quickly analyze a smart contract and highlight vulnerabilities that uh, uh, could uh, potentially uh, elude uh, human uh, analysis. Uh, there are a myriad of ways that these two um, uh, technologies and approaches are helping each other. Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful way to put it. Like a myriad of ways, and I'm sure the myriad of applications as well, right? So, but if we would try to maybe talk about a little bit of uh, uh, case studies or practical things, right? What uh, let's talk about industries. What industries do you believe are best suited to benefit from the integration of AI? Let's say short term. What what are the key opportunities, right? You know, for like literally, we cannot predict the future, obviously, but let's say the coming five to six years? A very natural application of blockchain technologies is in uh, finance. Uh, and uh, there are a myriad of regulations that are uh, overwhelming the ability of uh, crypto projects to be compliant uh, in the various jurisdictions uh, because they rapidly change. So what could be better than having uh, uh, AI tools uh, supporting uh, the uh, enhanced uh, security, fraud detection, uh, or uh, improved uh, regulatory compliance that uh, all uh, uh, um, regular and reliable projects uh, definitely need. Uh, another uh, industry is, uh, for example, healthcare, where we are already seeing uh, artificial intelligence in drug discovery, uh, in uh, assisting uh, uh, human physicians uh, in diagnosing um, illnesses in patients. But uh, that uh, uh, can be complemented by advanced uh, uh, data management practices where blockchain excels and where granular disclosures and uh, uh, tighter control on data 
prevents abuses that otherwise uh, make healthcare applications uh, uh, less uh, scalable and and uh, uh, less desirable uh, than could be in fulfilling uh, their their potential. Uh, and of course, there are many others. Um, uh, we uh, are still uh, making a huge effort in letting the world understand that uh, Bitcoin's uh, network uh, is not wasting energy, is securing the transition of the world towards uh, a financial infrastructure that is worthy of the ambitions of the 21st century, while at the same time, through its ability uh, to disconnect uh, any uh, so-called mining activity uh, from the grid when it needs uh, the energy that uh, otherwise would be dedicated to, uh, to, to mining, uh, it is actually making the grid more resilient. So an AI algorithm can uh, manage uh, to the millisecond, uh, this kind of uh, load balancing uh, to uh, a degree that otherwise is not possible. And we are already seeing uh, examples of this um, in uh, the, 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 in the field uh, where the, the smartest grids and the smartest operators uh, are uh, using uh, uh, blockchain and AI uh, to deliver uh, their users uh, a superior experience uh, at a lower cost. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, like I've actually read research recently that, yes, there are struggles for Bitcoin to go green, but there is actually like a huge percent, you know, like a um of bitcoin energy like it's it's going to be renewable energy soon and uh there's you know specific uh, electrical like in you know, a hydro and many other options so uh, i just think people need to to do more research before they criticize it <laughs> and to 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 touch a point on the ai right so that's like it's a, it's a hot topic right now and a few weeks ago time magazine published an article titled pausing ai developments isn't enough we need to shut it all down. Uh, then Elon Musk also wrote a public letter that, you know, he's concerned about like the future of AI. Maybe we should just pause for a second. So do you agree with this notion that AI development must be halted? In uh, the Future of Life uh, Institute at uh, the MIT, uh, is uh, the author of that open letter and uh, Elon Musk, uh, Joshua Benjo and others, uh, including myself, are signatories. Uh, the letter itself uh, uh, it talks about something very specific. It says, let's pause the training and the deployment of next generation uh, AI because we are not uh, fully understanding the capabilities and the potential pitfalls that are lying dormant in the current models, uh, and we cannot rush uh, headfirst uh, into the unknown. Very simply, uh, if an iterative approach, for example, with uh, Elon Musk's uh, rockets at SpaceX is possible, you blow up the first, you blow up the second, you blow up the third, and each time you learn something until uh, you have one that actually works, the same approach cannot be applied in this case because we do not have a human civilization as a spare to put in the place of the one that we may end up destroying uh, if we are not smart about 
very powerful AI as uh, uh, is being uh, developed uh, and uh, deployed with our eyes closed. So yeah. um, after the letter uh, received a lot of attention, there was, uh, um, for example, the, the article that you mentioned, and uh, the aims and ambitions uh, uh, of the author uh, of the article, Eliezer Yudkowsky, are uh, loadable in the sense that uh, he is really uh, vocal uh, about highlighting uh, the dangers. Uh, however, unfortunately, as he himself admits in the article, he doesn't have a solution uh, because it doesn't seem to be possible to stop uh, uh, the progress of, of AI. And, and the uh, open letter doesn't advocate for, for that. Uh, it uh, asks for something that is very specific and could be heeded if we were to uh, decide together in order to... Uh, let, for example, uh, regulators and policymakers at least have an attempt to catch up. Even OpenAI, who did not sign the uh, open letter, are asking uh, loudly for regulators to please help them so that hand-in-hand uh, yes. uh, hand, uh, these AI systems can be uh, deployed and used and improved uh, responsibly. Oh, it's such a loaded topic. I'm even afraid to start to go there because I, I was also listening to the Alex Friedman and Sam Altman podcast for two and a half hours where they discuss this in depth. I really recommend anyone who has a, 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 a curiosity to learn more. To give, They raise a lot of really important questions. The one that the derivatives of what you were talking about. And they have another talk. Friedman has a conversation with Yudkovsky also about what you were just talking about. And yeah, it's a. We we, we will not go there because it like it's a very it's a fascinating topic, very scary one on the one hand. At the same time, exciting. We live in, in like in in a really interesting time. Um, now, not to also lose the track of like you know what what your achievements and what your role is right now, right in the beyond enterprises. I want to learn more like before we jump into the questions from the audience as a. Um, you know, you're a managing advisor, right? So can you explain a little bit more what are the uh, what is the firm does and how it differs from traditional advisory firms? Sure. Um, Beyond Enterprises uh, was founded by my uh, partner, uh, Brady Asar, and uh, we work uh, with uh, projects both in AI and, and uh, blockchain to help them uh, succeed. Um, really, this uh, uh, corresponds uh, to an analysis uh, and then uh, the, the, the solution uh, to their needs in many areas from uh, tokenization, uh, token development, uh, from uh, the developing of the smart contracts or their software platforms, digital marketing, building and, and maintaining uh, enthusiastic uh, online communities, um, underlying 
uh, all uh, is uh, uh, the strategic advisory we deliver uh, that comes from uh, our very deep and broad uh, experience. And that is maybe uh, an important differentiator. Uh, all the senior uh, partners at uh, uh, Beyond Enterprises uh, are uh, entrepreneurs and operators that have uh, uh, real-life experience. Uh, they are not career advisors that have the theoretical understanding and the smart way of putting uh, it uh, in uh, recommendations how things uh, should work uh, with all those plans that are brittle and uh, uh, fracture uh, when the uh, uh, plans uh, meet uh, reality, but we actually know what we are talking about. Uh, and complementary to that, uh, uh, we have a very diversified uh, industry experience, and we have uh, clients in uh, many, many different uh, areas uh, that we've helped uh, through business development or understanding what are the uh, right applications and the right business models that they uh, want to uh, develop uh, from finance to the luxury market uh, to um, uh, so many uh, areas uh, uh, in between. Um, we work uh, with a relatively small number of uh, uh, clients each year, probably not more than uh, 10. And uh, over the course of the past uh, five years, uh, our clients uh, went from zero to over $4 billion of combined uh, market cap. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah, so um, we'll share the link if somebody wants to take a look and the portfolio companies. We actually looked at some of the projects in early stages, the one that you helped a lot. So like at least three of them, right? So it's good to see uh, familiar faces and names. Um, we we're very kind of efficient with our time. So I want to jump right into the questions from the audience, right? We have a lot of people who are joining from YouTube Live, Twitter Live, LinkedIn Live. So I'm just going to go over directly to the uh, to the questions. So I have uh, uh, Rafael Rayo from YouTube is asking, what are the benefits of using blockchain uh, to power AI systems and how can this be leveraged to create more secure and efficient solutions? Uh, today's most popular AI platform is completely centralized. Uh, OpenAI running on Azure, Microsoft servers, uh, and uh, we are either using it interactively as ChatGPT or we are incorporating it in our programs uh, through their uh, API. And we have to ask ourselves if uh, that is the best way, uh, if uh, we really want to trust uh, uh, the, the smart heart of tomorrow's global infrastructure uh, to uh, a centralized uh, solution. Now, if you want uh, to ask the Chinese, they will already tell you, no, that is not the answer. Uh, but uh, as a matter of fact, there are other projects uh, that uh, are also aiming to decentralize AI. Um, I can mention one, for example, Singularity Net, uh, where I am the chairman of the supervisory board. Uh, 
and Singularity Net uh, uh, aims to create a platform for an ecosystem of uh, AI applications in various verticals. And there are already uh, half a dozen uh, of these projects uh, running inside the Singularity Net ecosystem, representing an alternative uh, to the centralized approach. And I think that is a great way uh, to make sure that the number of experiments that we are running increases uh, in the search of finding what really works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's a beautiful way to put it. Um, now, I have uh, uh, Nakamoto-san from YouTube. Uh, how do you think the rise of AI and blockchain will affect uh, the job market? And what types of roles do you see emerging in the future? It, it is... Uh, really an important question because uh, it is almost certain uh, that uh, the pace of change uh, actually what I call of these jolting technologies we are we where we are uh, witnessing uh, an increasing rate of acceleration uh, is exceeding the rate of both individual and organizational adaptability and uh, whether in biology or in history, uh, when that happens, uh, things dramatically break. But in the past, we had a lazy and convenient tool uh, we called wars uh, that could uh, create a tabula rasa. Uh, whoever uh, lost was wrong and they were dead. And the uh, victors uh, would write history and create uh, whatever new uh, would come. But with thousands of nuclear warheads, uh, that uh, um, tool is uh, unavailable to us. So we have to be really uh, smart how we can uh, create a human-compatible future and potentially uh, uh, go uh, as radical as uh, re-discussing uh, and, and uh, re-convening uh, around a new social contract uh, where my value is not exclusively uh, linked uh, uh, to uh, the uh, economic output that I am creating uh, so that when I become uh, jobless, uh, society tells me that I can go and die in a ditch. And the new social contract has to be inclusive. It has to work uh, in order to assure a life and a future of dignity for individuals that if uh, uh, you ask them, know that they are worthy. They are worthy of a life that they must be enabled to build. So mm -hmm. uh, this is a huge challenge. Uh, there are a few experiments. Some people believe that a universal basic income is the answer. Um, others are talking about new ways of uh, uh, linking uh, the ownership uh, of uh, uh, robots and advanced uh, AI uh, tools, soft or hard robots, if you wish, uh, mm -hmm. to uh, uh, the livelihood of, uh, of people. Um, so uh, we uh, still have to find what will work, uh, yeah. but uh, it is uh, ever more clear that what we have today does not. It, you know, concerning the UBI, I actually, I, I'm a big fan of this topic. I researched it a lot. You know, like one of the projects that I mentioned to you also was part of this endeavor. And 
It was an interesting reply. I don't know. I think uh, Peter Diamantes like wrote to uh, to Elon Musk on Twitter about the UBI, and his answer was like, "No, I think something like that. No UBI, UBI before we get to AGI." It was a very interesting, concise but very deep answer. If you think about it, right? So, and yeah, we we still have to research a lot of models like before we even try them. But I agree with you. It's still. Uh, a lot more uncertainties and misunderstanding of challenges. Um, there's an interesting question also, NFT Ninja from Twitter is asking, how can AI and blockchain be used together to create more transparent and trustworthy supply chains? And what impact could this have on industries like food and pharmaceuticals? Similarly to the challenges of uh, the financial industry, uh, manufacturing and supply chains uh, also uh, suffer from a lot of fraud, a lot of opaque uh, processes, uh, with the additional uh, challenge that, uh, at least um, in theory, everything in finance today can be digital, uh, except uh, banknotes. Uh, and and uh, just as an aside, it's paradoxical that uh, uh, blockchain and crypto and Bitcoin are uh, accused of uh, facilitating fraud, uh, while uh, the best tool for that is still represented by good old banknotes. Uh, but back to uh, supply chains and manufacturing, the additional uh, issue uh, is that uh, they cannot, by definition, be uh, digital only. Uh, and if uh, you want to look at it at a more generalized fashion, uh, it is uh, the uh, Oracle problem uh, multiplied a billion fold. Uh, mm -hmm. How can you trust the inputs uh, to the system uh, and then uh, expect the outputs uh, to correspond to your expectations? So while uh, blockchain can assure that after the tokenization part, uh, the rest uh, uh, of the process uh, corresponds to what you want. Uh, it cannot solve uh, uh, by itself the Oracle problem. So uh, that is where I would apply uh, uh, AI analytics uh, and uh, a careful uh, understanding of uh, what are the lowest hanging fruits in order to show uh, the power of this combination and uh, let the best players uh, of the system uh, take advantage of uh, what is possible. Chinese uh, mothers uh, today go to Australia to get uh, um, uh, infant formula uh, for their children. They so profoundly distrust uh, the uh, Chinese uh, uh, food industry. Well, that is a very powerful example of how deep the problem is. Uh, and uh, we urgently need to develop better solutions. Totally. Um, there is another uh, question, which is more also on the challenging part, right? So Bleachtrap from YouTube is asking, what are the some of the biggest challenges facing the co-evolution in AI and blockchain, and how can they be uh, overcome? Well, uh, I believe in the power of technology, uh, but until uh, we have uh, autonomous uh, AI, uh, and uh, robots uh, mining the asteroid belt and building uh, uh, a blockchain-based uh, ecosystem that is uh, potentially independent from uh, uh, Earth's uh, um, concerns, uh, definitely 
uh, one of the most important uh, challenges we have is increasing the rate of learning that each passionate and talented individual can uh, acquire in order to uh, understand uh, what is actually going on in the world. Uh, I was uh, literally today uh, sitting with my father-in-law, who is uh, over 80 years old, and I was showing him uh, the SpaceX uh, Falcon rockets uh, landing, uh, and I was showing him the Starship uh, and telling him that uh, the first uh, orbital flight is going to be, if everything is going fine with uh, the FAA next week, uh, and how it is uh, going to be capable of uh, uh, bringing 150 tons to orbit and 100 people to Mars and an entire flotilla of 100 or 1,000 of them is expected in 10 years to really start wave after wave every two years of uh, Martian colonization. And he knew nothing about it. And there are literally billions of people on the planet today who don't realize how rapidly the world is changing and uh, so uh thanks to people like you who put in the effort in order to spread uh the uh, knowledge but then also i hope uh bringing the enthusiasm and the passion of what we can build together as human civilization that is an urgent and important task Hundred percent. I mean, I, I think this is one of the most important tasks. It's grown so fast. We need to understand the consequences of what is happening, right? Um, probably I'll go with the last question because you know I would love to <laughs> learn more from you. But um, there's an uh, Mahmet Hussein from LinkedIn is asking: Can AI and blockchain be used together to create more efficient and secure financial systems? And what impact could this have on the global economy? You talk a little bit about it, but yeah. So, so the answer is uh, uh, definitely yes. However, paradoxically, uh, it looks like uh, some regulators around the world are not convinced that this shift is desirable. They are busy protecting the incumbents rather than letting the new system blossom and deliver those benefits. Uh, when uh, computers on NASDAQ uh, go on uh, a, a weekend trip and shut down or go to sleep during the night and uh, you can't trade your shares, or uh, when um, very reasonable transactions are, are blocked uh, because of a completely opaque, by design, inscrutable uh, uh, financial system in the fiat on-ramps and off-ramps, well, uh, the question is not if it can be made more efficient, but what is stopping us from reaping those benefits as fast as we can? Yes, I couldn't agree more. There's a lot of beautiful applications that can, an important application that can change the world and make it more efficient and more resilient and more secure. Um, David, I, I really want to do it more time and maybe we should allocate like a few hours for this conversation. So much to learn from you. I love, I want to say on a personal level, I really love uh, on the ontological level and the philosophical level that the, the narrative you bring uh, to, to the people that you are trying to incentivize people to ask 
the question because sometimes the answer is not important. The question itself is more important. Um, really appreciate your work and would love to have you more. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us. Thank you for having me today and I will be happy to come back. Thank you. And thank you for, um, you know, for everyone who's joining Bullcaster today. And uh, we're going to see you in two weeks again at 12 p.m. EST on YouTube Live, Twitter Live and LinkedIn Live. Thank you so much. Stay tuned with Bullcaster, a talk show for all crypto bulls.